Hey y'all, it is your girl Ayana and I am back with another um, software podcast episode. I was like pausing because I'm like, what number is this? Um, I was actually thinking a little bit this week during a couple of walks that I actually enjoy podcasting. Like I enjoy audio. I enjoy listening to podcasts. I enjoy recording them. I enjoy these like audio check-ins um, in the spaciousness that it creates. And I feel like the um, like kind of like constant stream of thought that can happen throughout the week. So I'm going to try to be way more consistent with these because um, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to kind of keep this, keep this channel um, dormant for like weeks on end and, and not be consistent with it because I actually do enjoy it. Right. And we should be doing things and making space for the things um, that we do enjoy. So with that said, baby steps. Hello. <laughs> baby steps. So what I think I'm going to do, I talked a little bit about this, I think in previous podcasts and um, on Instagram, but like what I'm going to do to start is just read the newsletters that come out on Monday. Um, there are folks that are able to read the newsletters all the way through, but then I'm also getting the feedback. Um, and I've heard before that some people prefer to listen and multitask, right? Like sitting in one place um, can be hard for people to access at times. Um, and I do want you to be able to um, uh, kind of enjoy the newsletter and enjoy the the, the reflections coming out of C to School and coming out of me. Um, and if audio is just a better fit for you to do that and feels like a more accessible fit for you to do that, then um, I, I do want to provide that. So what I'll do is I'll read the newsletters every week that come out every Monday. And then I think a longer term plan that I want to do is invite guests, like invite um, software engineers, invite interdisciplinary artists, invite Black feminist theorists and scholars, um, and really uh, have conversations, expansive conversations with them around finding soft, finding and creating softness in technology. But for now, what I'm going to do is read the newsletter from Monday. It was published Monday, May 8th. Um, and it's titled All You Change or All You That You Touch, How Do You Consent to Change is the subtitle. Um, and in this newsletter, I'm really reflecting on Octavia Butler's um connection to to change and consent and like giving us permission to be change. Um, but I'm also thinking a lot about how Butler's work actually reminds me of JavaScript and it kind of um, deepens my relationship with JavaScript. So um, just a heads up in the vein of all of those things, we do have a JavaScript workshop that's coming up on Tuesday, May 23rd at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time where you'll bring your favorite website and get introduced to JavaScript concepts like the DOM stands for document object model. Uh, you'll learn more about that in this workshop, but then you'll also learn how to change your favorite website using HTML and CSS um, or HTML and JavaScript. So please register for that workshop. I'll put the link in the show notes um, to register again. It's on May 23rd and it's completely free and um, you'll be emailed the Zoom link once you register. 
But to start, kind of like to start this newsletter, I wanted to um, open with chapter one in the parable of the sower with that like infamous quote, right? All that you touch, you change. All that you change changes you. The only lasting truth is change. God is change, right? So all that you touch. This past week has illuminated the intimacy of change for me. The subtle, soft contours of our imagination bend toward new stories, caressing the new possibilities. I stretch toward them. This pleasure pose is one my body will only perform if there is an overwhelming, unmistakable yes coming from my pelvis, swirling into, through, around, and beyond my gut to extend up my back, greeting my heart. Only then at the end of this journey where yes lands on the tip of my tongue can my mind be made up made aware of this internal intimacy, this internal stretch that creation requires, this in this eternal dance that change requires, right? I have been meditating on how and why Butler chose to put the words touch and change together, right? That's kind of, that's an opening. And of course, as I'm doing this, someone calls me. <laughs> Excuse that, pardon that. I am on do not disturb efficiently. But, um, right, I have been meditating on how and why Butler chose to put the words touch and change together, invoking intimacy and consent, right? That's the opening. Those two words being put together kind of invoke intimacy and consent. Um, and Jaina Brown actually points out in Black Utopia's speculative life and the music of other worlds, consent is a central theme in Butler's work. And it wasn't until I was actually building the All You Touch JavaScript project inside Cedar School's classroom that I realized the connection between our desire for change and the personal consent we must give to be changed, right? This, this gentle permission, the gentle permission that we must extend with the welcoming gaze, with the permissive graze, with an inviting touch. And this is just an epigraph from um, Jaina Brown's uh, Black Utopias, and it starts like this. Open quote. Boundary violation between individuals and between species is often at once horrendous and compelling. Forms of interpenetration are a central fascination and an obsession in Butler's work. Often these events are simultaneously repulsive and desirous. They are sites of ambiguous consent. There is a central impossibility in the parable novels, a hoped for sea change in what interpenetration can mean beyond the question of coercion. Touching and being touched Malleability between the material and human worlds are at the core of Olamina's concept of God. Yet, how is it possible to step away from the troubles of the human long enough for change to happen? 
And again, that's an epigraph from Jaina Brown, Black Utopia, Speculative Life and the Music of Other Worlds, page 102. And that's the end of the quote. But this question, yet how is it possible to step away from the troubles of the human long enough for change to happen? Um, and this brings me to the my, my next thought, right? I, I had the change or I had the idea for CETA School as a science and technology institute centering the Black feminist imagination in 2019. But I didn't create and release CETA School's first offering until 2022. I often ask myself, sis, um, what took you so long, right? Now I look back on all of those years, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, and realize I was building up pleasurable permission, right? I was cultivating my capacity to change, gently inviting my nervous system into the dance through the intimacies of artist residencies, the sensuality of world building and speculative fiction books, and the comforting touch of daily practices becoming a tender refuge of somatic safety informing curriculum, right? These practices ultimately informed a curriculum that I could follow to give myself permission to be changed, but also that I could share with folks and, and build a school around. And what I'm realizing is the permissive touch actually had to come before the change that stewarding CETA school was going to require of me. So let's think about how in many ways a school, a classroom, or any learning landscape acts for our consent. Our consent not to be a single being, right? Our consent to change. Um, and what I want to invite you to do is take all the time you need touching the places that still hurt, tenderly tending to the wounds that are still agape. Kiss your childhood memories in all the places where you were let down, Cuddle all of the somatic practices that expand your capacity for change. We long for you. We welcome your touch and delightfully anticipate all the ways it will change us. So why did it take four years to open CETA school? Because it took four years of pleasure, play, permission, practice to fortify my nervous system to welcome its touch to consent to its change. In teaching to transgress, Bell Hook reminds us of how intimate of an exchange teaching and learning actually is. Inside CETA School, we are attempting to embody the possibilities embedded in this practice, in this exchange, every time we gather across the web. This is actually one of the reasons I fell in love with code and teaching. Reflecting on the possibilities of JavaScript and how one might teach it, I returned to Octavia Butler. And in returning to Butler, I returned to consent. And in returning to consent, I returned to my body, savoring all the ways that I have finally given myself permission to change and be changed. Making room for even more desirable or making room for even more um, irresistible exchanges with myself, the world, and the learners who keep touching, changing, and creating only to ch touch and change again and again and again.
And again, cultivating our capacity for what's next, what's now, the only lasting truth. So that was Monday's newsletter. I hope y'all enjoyed that reading. And if there's anything you want to return to, please check it out at cedarschool.substack.com. Um, and in there, in this post, you'll also see little footnotes where I'm directly quoting bell hooks and Fred Monin, who's like invoking Edward Gleason, um, when we, when we talk about how, how to consent not to be a single being or what it means to consent not to be a single being. Right. But, uh, to wrap up this podcast episode, please do register for this free um, JavaScript workshop that's coming up on Tuesday, May 23rd at 6 p.m. I'd love to see you there. I'd love to like really kind of think through uh, Butler's legacy, um, think through change and how we give ourselves permission to change and how how we give uh, consent for others to change us, right? How for, for others work to, to penetrate us and change us, right? in line with Octavia but Butler's legacy um, and how sometimes that can feel like uh, Jana Brown said, right? That can feel horrendous. That can feel actually really unsettling and scary and uncomfortable. Um, but, but there is also this other world that becomes possible when we do consent to that change. Um, and there, there are different, different possibilities that awaken like awake within us, right? Once we consider that change, when we're ready, right? After we've cultivated that capacity, after we've we've developed our practices, after we've fortified our nervous system and gotten gotten really comfortable with regulating our nervous system through our practices, can that um, change feel possible? So we'll be kind of reflecting on all that as we learn JavaScript um in tuesday's workshop on may 23rd so register uh bring your favorite website let's share our favorite websites with each other but then also go into the browser i'll show you how to go into the browser and actually temporarily change that website using the dom using javascript and using html um yeah i think that's all i have for y'all that's all i have for y'all this week but i will be back on monday with another newsletter and then um, on Thursday, uh, hopefully with the with the recording of that newsletter. I'll actually be in Colorado next week. So we'll see um, we'll see if I actually have time to record this 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 reading um, on Thursday. but uh, if not, I get back on Friday. so it may be a Friday podcast. Either way, I will see you next week, whether it's in the newsletter or the podcast. Enjoy your weekend, y'all. until next time. Bye bye.